On the last episode, I promised that we would chat about the current state of CrossFit and the recent drama surrounding the company's founder, what happened, what it means for us, all that good stuff. The other day, Mike and I sat down to catch up and talk about things, and that is this show. Hope you all enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Strongtown Talks. This is a show where we talk with the people and friends of the Strongtown community. Like this is kind of like a serious episode for us. I know normally we just sort of banter and talk and go back and forth. And I feel like this episode, we actually have something to talk about. Mm -hmm. That's correct. This is going back maybe a little bit more than a week now. It probably made 10 days, I guess, almost two weeks. I think so. Maybe two weeks. I just played safe and say two weeks. About because what? I was going to say something about it on last week's podcast on the intro. And then... When did you move? A couple of weeks ago, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking, because I remember moving with you, and then that's yeah. when I kind of get a message from Kelly, like, you know what's happening with CrossFit? We were going to talk about last week, and then I felt like this kind of deserves to be its own episode, so mm -hmm. that's what we're doing here today. So I was going to start off in terms of structuring the show. We're going to talk a little bit about what happened to bring people up to speed. You and I have a different perspective on some things, being mm -hmm. in some of the affiliate groups and have a bit more feedback. And we're going to talk about what happened, and we're going to talk about sort of like what that means for us and for the gym. Sure. So for those that don't know, it was well, however long ago, maybe 10 days or so. And th there's there's a lot of layers and a lot of things to unpack in this. Mm -hmm. The other week, Greg Glassman, who is the founder and CEO of CrossFit, apparently he wasn't CEO at one point, And I think he recently actually did transition back into that role. I believe so. With CrossFit. So there are a few things happening concurrently. On social media, there was some pushback in some of the affiliate owner groups about where is HQ on the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm -hmm. HQ has always been a big advocate of LGBTQ rights. They've done a lot for sort of areas that are, are neglected. They've spent money uh, building schools in Africa. They've done a lot of good and they typically put their sort of, they try to have a dog in the fight a lot of times, mm -hmm. especially with some of the social you know, social justice, social injustices, I mm -hmm. guess. That are that are out there right now. So Sin put something out about you know where is HQ and all this because with COVID they kind of they brought back their social media. Uh, they kind of came out with a campaign that was more fat shaming than anything else. And after the George Floyd incident, they said nothing. They're they're quiet about it. Not for a while, yeah. Until um, until it did say something. Yes, that post was happening on Facebook. And it actually escalated to the point where the guy who started the post said, I'm on the phone with Greg now. We're all good. Literally had Greg Glassman reach out to him. They spoke and he felt that they had come to a, to a some sort of agreement or, or solution. Mm -hmm. Concurrently to that happening, there was another email that was sent to HQ by another affiliate owner out of the Seattle area, also expressing her frustration with HQ's kind of response to COVID, their response to uh, their sort of lack of action or any type of statement on the Black Lives Matter movement. And Glassman responded to her email telling her literally that she's an awful person. And it's a little rude. And this is a nine-year affiliate owner mm -hmm. who is also, it's a nine-year affiliate owner that has worked with HQ in the past on some, some other movement issues related to, um, there's a big issue in the CrossFit community a few years ago where one of the guys on HQ staff made a series of tweets that were against some of these uh, outwad workouts that were for promoting pride mm -hmm. in the community. So this gym reached out to HQ and Glassman told her that she's an awful person and basically shamed her. And at that point, she basically took that email and created a blog post that was meant for 
her gym and her community about why they're going to no longer be part of the CrossFit community, why they're going to be de-affiliating or stepping down. Mm -hmm. And instead of Rocket CrossFit, they're going to be Rocket Community Fitness Mm -hmm. is going to be the new gym. That blog post then kind of went viral. I I think this is kind of a perfect storm in terms of people being quarantined, everyone having a lot more time on social media. That blog post got into the affiliate owner groups and it just absolutely took off. Also, while this was happening, Glassman was busy. He, mm-hmm. he was all very, over the place. He was very busy. I mean, as he said to the lady in the email, uh, the, mental, the quarantine was not good for her mental health, which... Yes, I that, that the th- quarantine I, affected her mental health. I kind of think the same for him, actually. So also while this happened, he's been doing a series of Zoom calls with different affiliate owners. Mm-hmm. He was on a call with a group of owners, and one of the owners happened to be... There was an affiliate owner from Minneapolis who was on that call... And she asked Greg about his thoughts on some of these issues. And his response was that he's not mourning George Floyd. And either is none of his staff. I think he also said something like that. Neither is his staff because it's the white thing to do was his response. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of layers. Mm -hmm. He also then made a series of, uh, not a series of tweet, literally one tweet towards uh, the Institute of Health and Medical Science where they they had a post about racism being a public health issue. I think his response was that it's Floyd 19. So it was in sensitive towards the George Floyd incident, as well as the COVID crisis and the pandemic. So, I mean, he just hit a lot of bases. Hit it right out of the park. In like nine characters. It was incredibly efficient. Yeah, he was, uh, seems like something's definitely wrong with his mental health at the time of this quarantine or something also, as he said. But Yeah, so it was kind of, I feel like each thing has been picked up separately. And actually, since this has happened, Mm -hmm. that kind of kicked the hornet's nest in some ways. There was a guy named Andy Stumpf who has, who does a podcast called cleared hot he was he's been an employee or was an employee of hq i think he's been retired for about six years now or he left them about six years ago and at the time when he used to work for them i think he was he's a former navy seal and he was a pilot for hq so he flew the jet for them and their choppers or whatever they would do when they had different travel arrangements and was kind of a driver that's pretty cool it's, it's a badass job yeah it's awesome. and he came out sort of stayed away from the covid and the george floyd thing because there's been this whole thing caused a bit of an upheaval in the crossfit community mm-hmm. It's created this giant divide about a lot of people are de-affiliating. A lot of people are saying that they need to support the CrossFit community and that they need to stay a part of it. So some it, people are waiting to see what HQ would do. And, some, know, and so. a lot of people just want to wait and see. So it, it's kind of, it's all over the place. It's been, uh, yeah, some very, very heated topic in the affiliate owner groups. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot going on right now at the community. Yeah. And there's a guy named Dale Saren. He's a former attorney who used to work for CrossFit for Greg, Glass, Greg Glassman, who came out with a letter of defense for Greg in terms of his response to COVID and racism and how that was handled. Andy then was basically responding to Dale's letter that was in defense of Greg Glassman. Mm -hmm. And Andy's comment was that he would challenge him to write a letter called In Defense of Greg Glassman's Treatment Towards Women Working at HQ. To the point where, I guess, basically he's what he's saying, and he was very careful in his wording, is that there have been a series of incidents happening at HQ in terms of the culture and the treatment towards women over the years that have caused a number of people to step down. There are a lot of lawsuits and NDAs involved in this where people can't actually speak about them. Mm-hmm. So his argument is that, you know, for true change to happen in CrossFit right now or in the community for HQ as a larger corporation, that they need to be releasing these women from these NDAs so they can speak about what happened and that we can address these issues from a cultural perspective to really make some change in the organization. Because what happened, I'm bouncing all over the place on this one, is Glassman did step down and resign as CEO. Yes. He did. And Dave Castro stepped in. Yes. And Castro has been a member of HQ for the past 16 years. Yes. He's been Greg Glassman's right-hand man. He's mm-hmm 
been there through this whole thing. And Glassman is still, CrossFit is a privately owned company. So Glassman is still the 100% owner of CrossFit. So even though he may have retired or be retired, he still owns 100% of the company. Uh-huh. And now it's like this perfect storm of the COVID situation, his response towards racist and ignorant posts. Mm-hmm. And actually, his, uh, his first apology really wasn't even an apology. No, it's more of a defense. It's like, I made a mistake. Like, that's like kind of one of those statements. Like, you know, there's no, like, you know, I'm very sorry. It was just one of those I feel like I saw, like, just like, I made a mistake. That's, that's what I did. I made a mistake. Like, I was like, mm, that doesn't seem right. true. Today, actually, the New York Times came out with an article. It's a big name. The New York Times article is more about the, the sexist practices and the culture of the organization. Yeah, at first it started off where, as you were saying, the perfect storm, the, uh, his comments, everything going on recently with George Floyd and the COVID incident, and then more things started coming out where then you're finding that he sounds to also, uh, the way he treats women is not fair at all. Correct. It's not right. Andy, the guy uh, the blog? Andy. He also did have a story that was mentioned about a veteran. So, he's, yes. you know, he's even said some things about veterans uh, that probably, you know, that was one thing he said. Who knows what else he said or yeah, there was, how he feels. Yeah, there was a situation where it was a, a woman who was working for HQ at the time. She mm-hmm. was a higher up employee. Her husband was deployed yes. overseas at the time. And I, I believe Greg asked how he was doing. And, you know, she told him that he was deployed overseas and that his response was that hopefully the, they get to name a hero workout after him soon, okay. which are, are named after fallen soldiers. Yes. Yeah, because um, so, he wanted to sleep with her. I don't know. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. I mean, I mean, why would he? Yeah, no, it, it's just, it's kind of a jackass comment. Very much, very much. It has also traditionally been a culture where if people do speak up against HQ, when affiliates have done this in the past, his response has been, fuck off, you're de-affiliated. Mm-hmm. Or we don't need you. Yep. And we don't need you. So it, it's always been a very rash culture. And part of Andy's critique of Dave Castro taking over is that Castro has been there through this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, there are also a, a lot of women athletes that still were kind of saying also, you know, correct, you made a change, but like that's that's not good enough. We still, we need better. And I think they were not happy with kind of a Castro stepping in, actually. They were looking, I think, for something a lot more, you know, and then yeah. you can, I think a lot of people also feel that Castro's kind of been, uh, yeah, very involved with Glassman since kind of day one or Glassman's been kind of grooming him since day one. Right. And I felt like even since I've, you know, all before this was happening, I've always had that feeling that like, yeah, eventually when, if Glassman passes, it's probably going to be passed on to Castro. Like, you know, I even thought just a way of that. Like, so it's kind of always uh, had that feeling and it just seems like this was more like, okay, he's just going to take over, but like, Hmm. Is he? Yeah, right. Well, especially with Glassman being the 100% owner still. Yes. So, you know, there's still a lot of change that needs to be done where that's not really the change that a lot of people are looking for saying that they need to do. There are also, I mean, a lot of big affiliate names and also HQ staff members that have stepped down uh, due to this incident. There, are, Yes. So I know some people in the Northeast, you know, some big names there. You have and some staff, staff like, you have games athletes, mm-hmm. you have former staff now starting to speak up a little bit. It's, I mean, it's been, it's been crazy. You know, it's been crazy for the time being. So, I mean, yeah. that's, but I mean, what does that mean for us? Yeah. So, I mean, good question. Like, what does that actually mean for us? Now, I think part of this goes back to that CrossFit is an affiliation model. Yes. We pay CrossFit every year for the right to use the name CrossFit on the title of our business and to say that we can run a CrossFit class. Mm-hmm. CrossFit itself isn't any proprietary information. They do not own Fran. Fran, Fran is a workout, 2159 thrusters and pull-ups. Mm-hmm. Neither one of those movements, they both kind of existed. I guess the CrossFit might have a claim towards a thruster, okay. but I, I, I promise you, you can find someone doing a squatting pressing movement mm-hmm. oh, yeah. before 2000 when CrossFit came on the scene. Or Grace, you know, it's just clean and jerks. Grace is, yeah, they, they took pieces of Olympic weightlifting, they took mm-hmm. pieces of endurance, they took pieces of powerlifting, and they kind of combined them 
small and made this this workout. And now it's very common for you to hear that this is a CrossFit type workout. Yes. They've gotten to the point where it, in some ways CrossFit is the brand, the company. They are, they're the games. There's the, the affiliate community. There is also their training program, mm-hmm. their coaching certifications. So th- they have a lot of different aspects of the brand and they've actually done an amazing job over the years of part of what attracted us to the affiliation model in some ways is that we don't hear from CrossFit throughout the year outside of we're linked to them that, you know, they say that we're a licensed CrossFit gym. Mm-hmm. They send us a notification each year that our, our bill, our affiliation fees do. And then that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. So they're fairly hands off and they've always had a very Darwinistic approach to the gyms that do a good job will survive and flourish. And the gyms that do a shitty job will wean themselves out. We'll just see yeah, the cream will rise to the top. But they've had this very hands off approach. They've even gotten to the point recently they fired their entire media team. Mm-hmm. They, the regionals, which were an event that they would run. Yep. Very fun gathering. You used to go up to Reebok for that. And then we yeah. went to Albany. You know, it was a fun time. They got rid of regionals and now yep. they're doing sanctionals, which they basically are just licensing someone to run an event. And they say, okay, that event will count for us. But they're not really that involved. Mm-hmm. The media, they've tried to outsource because they didn't want to do that anymore. And then they also just, they kind of, they're all over the place. I mean, one day the main site goes from workouts of games, athletes, and people doing these amazing workouts and more of this competition focus. And the next day, it's people lifting milk jugs in their living room uh, on a set that looks like it's from Married with Children. Mm-hmm. Like they're kind of all over the place as a company and organization. And feels that way. When we affiliate, we're paying for the right to basically say that we're a CrossFit gym. So yeah. that we want to be associated with that brand. Well, we liked it that, you know, we could run it the way we want to, or if we want to only have dumbbells, we can only use dumbbells if we want right. to. They don't know. say you need to have rowers. They don't say you need to have a rig. I think that was some of the beauty of, of CrossFit in some ways, that it was this very theoretical training methodology. Mm-hmm. What they license is the term CrossFit. Yes. So what's we're looking at now for us and the business that the gym is called CrossFit Strongtown. Mm-hmm. CrossFit is the first thing that you see when you look at the business from the website, from the front door, whatever it is, it's sort of very in your face. When we opened this place in 2011, and when you and I started back in the mid-2000s, CrossFit was kind of this thing that no one really knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Is this very sort of up and coming where you'd say you do CrossFit to someone, and for the most part, they wouldn't really know what it was. They'd say, oh, what's that? Yep. And then you would sort of, well, you know, CrossFit is this workout program that combines, you know, endurance sports, weightlifting and gymnastics and puts them all together and creates this workout. So CrossFit over the years has gone from this underground thing where no one really knew what it was Mm -hmm. to now when you say you do CrossFit to someone, for the most part, they either think you're in a cult or they think it might get you injured Mm -hmm. because they know someone who got hurt doing CrossFit or that CrossFit is this crazy workout that they see online that or the people that are in really good shape do. So it's become a very polarizing term over the years. I've heard quite often uh, some women walk in and be like, I do not want to look like the athletes on TV. Right. I'm trying to explain to them. It's like, that's their job. They do that 10 times a day. And that's... I want to look like them. I can't. I know. Me too. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into that. A lot of work. A lot of work. Yes. So it's tough to now be... feel every year when affiliation comes up, this is kind of a conversation that we go through in terms mm-hmm. of the value that it has for the business. And it's always kind of been one of those things where the good has outweighed the negative in terms of, you know, CrossFit has had such an impact on our lives that it's always been something that we can get behind. That even though people say it's a cult, I'd be like, no, it's not a cult. Or, yes. And, you know, there's a, and I'm always going to feel strongly about CrossFit has had a tremendous impact for, mm-hmm. for both me and you. But from a business perspective, I don't think it's something that we can stand behind. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, it does seem, you know, you know, they they helped us out in the beginning. Um, 
you know, and I think we believe that it's time that we move on. You know, and again, nothing's really going to be changing here except for the name on the front door and maybe some some paint on the walls. But there's a Ti song that I was playing class the other day. I forget what it was, but he hit a line that said like, "Ain't nothing changed but the name on the mail." <laughs> That's you know part of it. Yeah, you know, we might have the a different website name or a different name in the door. But, you know, we're still going to be the same coaches. It's going to be the same community, same lounge that a we're sitting in now. squat is still a back squat. Back squat is still a back squat. Yeah, class will still be a class. Murph's yeah. is still a workout that's done by many people outside the CrossFit community mm-hmm. every year just because of sort of the connotation of the workout. So these workouts have become benchmarks in of, of their own self. They are CrossFit workouts. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we can't do them. What it means for us is that I, we can't say that this is a CrossFit class. Yes, just our... I can't market it as CrossFit. Yes. Which logistically, there are some issues with that in terms of scrubbing things and cleaning it and rebranding. It's tough because, you know, you and I have been CrossFitting for so long that I've always identified as a CrossFitter. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if we're not, if we're not affiliating anymore, if we're stepping back from CrossFit, then, you know, the question is then, okay, what are we? Strength and conditioning gym. Something that's been around before. It is. It's CrossFit in a way. It's a way to say it. I know that's... um. You know, it's still going to be high intense workouts, as so, we were saying before. Lifting. We're, we're still strong town. Still strong town. You know, it's 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 been all the same equipment. I mean, so we can still do Olympic weightlifting. We can mm-hmm. still do double unders. We can still do all these. We can still do Annie. Yeah. We can still do Cindy. We can still do Fran. Yeah. We can't call it CrossFit class. So maybe maybe some members that they're listening that's going to help us with that like new little kind of lingo of what we'd like to call it. I said that we'd call it a functional fitness class and Daniel was not happy with that members. He did not think that was a good I said that's like a car company calling a car four wheels with, with doors <laughs> and windows. It's like yes I it is. I don't see what the problem is whatsoever but you know maybe. We gotta figure out what, what we're actually calling it. Yes you know if we're gonna figure out some things maybe now that you know you'll be attending the Strong Town Fitness Plus class i don't i'm just making stuff up off the top of my head right now i mean the, I think, the batman class the batman class yeah superhero training strong town right. superhero training Maybe superhero training superhero training like you want to be a superhero come on in here and do this we have our superhero class and our jedi class <laughs> we just think it's at the times with you know a lot of things happening that it's the right call for us you know we've been here in this this space for nine years yeah, now this, and it's gonna be nine years for us yeah we don't plan on going anywhere um you know so we, we our community is here and that's what you know we're still about you know and maybe it's just now instead of having more of that name that kind of gives us more of a global presence you know it's uh, more of just like kind of a local presence and you, you know, know we've always kind of been about the local community mm-hmm. a gym is something that people go to based on convenience and location mm-hmm. well, we've had people come here in high school all through college you know and then still come back after that right they're still here um um, and we've had couples that have met here, had kids and, you know, lived here and like make sure they stay like move close enough to the gym so they can still be part of the gym and make sure they come here to get their good workouts. So, yeah. you know, we're, we're, we're about our family here, you know, and we just think this is the right move for our family, you know, to kind of like go this way. I'm looking at this in a couple of ways. Like I'm looking at it like Cross has helped us for the first nine years of this business. Mm-hmm. It's helped us get our legs underneath us. And, you know, we've kind of, it's almost like a kid moving out, out from their parents' house. Moving out. Moving right. out, mom and dad. You know, you know, it's like they helped us get our feet underneath us. We're good. We, we can do this now. Took me a long time to move out. But the other analogy I like to think of is a restaurant. I think gyms and restaurants have a lot of similarities. And what we're saying is that the chefs are staying. Mm-hmm. The staff is staying. The place is staying. But the restaurant changed their name. Mm-hmm. Instead of being Max Prime, it's Mix Prime. Ooh, that's a local restaurant too. See that one? See how I tied that one in? That's good. That's good. That's good. Very nice. The operations indoors are going to be the same. Mm -hmm. The product is the same. 
Yep. We're just calling it something different. Yep. Well, some things might change inside, like kind of enjoying the reserving classes and stuff like that. That's you working know. out pretty well, like the app and the wait list. Yeah, some things yeah. might change, like you know, little things like that. And this is also due to times. But we're still going to have fun workouts, music up loud, slamming some bars, making PRs. And you know, still have our beer water, a little community gathering on Friday evening for our members that we do here. You know, So we're just, you know... Again, yeah, a little paint on the walls, a little update kind of, you know, and thing yeah, well, we're just right. kind of, yeah, trying to do our own thing, mom and dad. We just think it's the right thing to do. I know I said that already before. You know, I think what it's trying to do too is CrossFit is a company now where I'm going to use, uh, we have a guy, Mark Fuse, who um, he's moved down to Alexandria and coaches down there. And his gym was previously called CrossFit Alexandria. Yes. And there's an issue with another CrossFit gym in Alexandria where the owner got caught planting cameras in the bathrooms. That's not good. Because his gym was called CrossFit Alexandria. Mm-hmm. And the article that got posted was Alexandria CrossFit Gym. All that feedback came back to him in that gym, even though they had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. They literally rebranded just from the perspective of saying that we're not that gym. Mm-hmm. And that was a gym that they had no connection with. They were in the same geographical area because they were both tied to the CrossFit name. They got pulled into it. Yep. He said they got they got hate mail. They got a whole bunch of negative reviews mm-hmm. on social media where it was hard for them to recover from that initial press associated yeah. with the brand that they had nothing to do with. Yeah, we just think this is the right move for us. Again, we love CrossFit and, you know, the idea right. behind it. But we are just seeing that the leadership is kind of, uh, it's just time that we want to try to do our own thing, you know, and move on. Yeah, I agree. It's, uh, yeah, you know, people might wonder too, like what's going to happen with like some stuff like the Opens or Battle for the Bell. And I don't think, you know, much is going to change there. We'll still have our good community events. We're still going to, I mean, this year probably take a break from Battle for the Bell just due to certain situations. Yeah. But, you know, it's not going to be a sanctional event. You can ever. still, you can still, you know, sign up for competitions with the local boxes around us. And, you know, we still are friends with them around us. You know, and, I mean, still good friends with Ryan and Melissa and Kirk and everyone like that. So, right. it's just, you know, you know, Jen up in Canton. I mean, we still got our friends and we're just, we're in the community of fitness. We just want to be about bettering our lives, you know, get a good workout in, stay healthy, and have fun doing it. Right, yeah. And provide a place where everyone feels welcome. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly, yeah. And we have it. Like, everyone does feel welcome. They want to come here on a Friday night to hang out and watch some people work out and have a beer. Like, yeah. we make it as comfortable as possible, and, you know, that's what we're going to continue to do. Yeah, no, I, I fully agree, man. If anyone has any questions about this, Mike... They can obviously talk to me and you about this. Please reach out. Let us know. Don't ask me one single thing. I don't care. No, don't ask me one single. No, it's, of course. Of but course. no, it's always been about like our community and our and, and the people here yes. for us. So, and that's who we're most concerned about and who we want to take care of. So, if anyone has any questions, any concerns, like please let us know. Yes. Mike, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Cool. I will let you get on and enjoy the rest of your birthday. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, it was fun. And we'll see you all soon. All right. Thank you for listening to another episode of Strongtown Talks. If you enjoyed the show, please feel free to leave us a rating or review. We are always grateful for any feedback we get. Quick closing notes. In the days since this episode was recorded, Greg Glassman has decided to sell the company and Dave Castor will be stepping down as CEO. Assuming the deal goes through, the new owner and CEO of CrossFit will be Eric Rosa with a Z who is the former CEO of Datalogix and owner of CrossFit Sanitas in Denver, Colorado.